This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody! Hello. Josh is also uh, yeah, Josh is waving on Josh Cam, which yeah. if you follow me on live stream, you could get to Josh Cam. It's it's an amazing angle. <laughs> it's uh, oh, and it's uh, the worst so, angle in television. Yeah, so you know, thank you to uh, those listening. The uh-huh. uh, just uh, as an audio podcast, we will try to be as descriptive as we possibly can. Yes, Josh is wearing a green shirt. Yes, he is. <laughs> It's got some uh, Quicksilver swirls on it, so uh, Josh Cam brought to you by Quicksilver. Yep. If you're paying, if you're watching, uh, if, if you're watching Quicksilver, uh, but th- thank you uh, to everybody that's tuning in live and uh, watching us. This is still very exciting and new for us. And yeah, cool and it is very cool. We survived I'm, another week, Marissa. We do, we did survive another <laughs> weekend. We didn't have a break this weekend. No. Nope. Because we had Fan Expo, but it was really nice. I know it wasn't a break because we didn't have that weekend to recharge, but I feel like the Fan Expo experience itself was kind of a recharge for us. Every person's um, a battery. Yeah. Just Not just of, in the Matrix. No, that's true. Yeah. Uh, just because of all the amazing people that uh, came to see us and chat with us and say all these wonderful things, and I am usually terrible with praise, but I just sucked it right up. Well, you, it kind of chokes you up sometimes yeah. because uh, you like we live in this crazy bubble of uh, just being in front of the camera and yeah. having conversations and with each other and with you know, viewers that, you know, thank you for watching, but it, mm-hmm. you forget that you put this stuff out there, you know, yeah. because you can't think about that. Otherwise you'd well, psych no, you, yourself you out of everything. You can't, yeah. plus you can't fit it into your day yeah. itself. You that can't too. actually stop for a moment <laughs> and think about the wonderful people. You just, you just can't because yeah. we're busy producing the show. We're putting it together. We're writing, uh, we're finding things to talk about and then we're talking about them and we're just contained in this little bubble. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So, uh, it was really cool to just meet so many Freaking amazing people. And and a lot of Saskies too. A lot of people from Saskatoon. Yeah, people came out. They traveled to the city explicitly to to come to Vancouver Fan Expo. And I you know, I think the expo was pretty cool this year. It felt like they were very uh, celebrity heavy, you know, yep. like they had Stephen Amell and Manu Bennett and uh, Bruce Campbell yeah. and yeah. Uh, people from Walking Dead. And it was cool. It was cool mm-hmm. to see that many lines and that many celebrities there. Uh, I read a good article and I think they posted to it off of, um, I think Casey, Casey White actually put this out there. He wrote an article about the lack of game presence at Fan Expo this year. Yeah, there wasn't a lot. And, well, I felt I a little. There was any. I felt a little guilty about that because I think the expo kind of depends on me and uh, the team here to kind of manage the you know the gaming content. Yeah, to to bring that world to the to the expo yeah. and uh, we of course we didn't have the CVAs there this year. It's it's in no. Toronto this year and we weren't ready to um, go into the CVAs for 2013 in April. We pushed it to November, mm-hmm. uh, partially because our production company has been launching EPN and we've been working on a whole bunch of other things. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And then, so we didn't have the, the Canadian Video Game Awards this year at Fan Expo, which was the first right. time in a few years. So that meant that all of the people that I've been inviting to come out, the game people, the game makers and the voice actors and all that mm-hmm. stuff, we didn't have them at our booth, no. but the other absence was, you know, more of our team members because yes, it had re- really just, that was really sad. yeah, it was supposed to be more about EPN launching and you being here and it was yeah. the Vancouver squad kind of holding the fort down 
Well, we were missing the Scott. trifecta of yeah. Scott. Yeah. Yeah. And so he wasn't there. So it was Marissa and I. Yeah. We were, oh God, did we ever miss him? We missed him. And, yeah. it, and it was odd to just have the two of us yeah, just was... be there to kind of represent all of the group there. Uh, you know, the whole on-camera team and everybody that that builds stuff behind the camera as well. Right. Well, you feel selfish. Like I, I felt really selfish because yeah. I felt like I was taking in all this love uh, just for me and yes. just for you yes. when there's so many people, not only that are on camera for the show, but are off camera as well. Yeah. So, and we're taking all the compliments and just sucking it all up. And it was great. Thank you for that. And thank you so much. <laughs> but I did feel guilty. Me too. Um, but what was nice was that people came with cards for Scott and messages for Scott and gifts for us. I got uh, oh yeah uh, from uh, it's right over Shoot. here. Okay. I got this from not really Marty. I think yes, is, and not really Marty also brought uh, Scott. He, yeah, that he, awesome Donkey Kong. Um, those figures. Oh yeah, the figures yeah, they, which he, I we gave. Just brought over to yeah, me we gave them. And uh, and but, also some Plants vs Zombies figures for me, which I amazing. have at home. Yeah. Plus pictures and stuff. I put po- I, I posted on Instagram yeah. uh, a picture of him of me cutting off his head with a lightsaber. Oh yeah, he had the lightsaber and he also he used it as a dick prop. Yep. Yeah. That was interesting. Uh, but anyways, he gave me a DC superheroes uh, Lego Batman, and it's Arctic Batman. I'm you know I'm not crazy about bat costumes that aren't black or gray but i will accept this as a gift it's still pretty cool uh and we've got the coolest thing here is lego mr freeze how rad is that's that so cool. that's awesome and, and there's lego aquaman in what? here so you know like so many figs because of the dlc yeah I, you know i don't understand why lego i know you can buy sometimes some of the minifigs uh-huh. but i like i don't understand why they don't just have all of the minifigs right all the time mm-hmm. available as selectable purchasable things like well, i maybe bu- they're, they're rare and they're worth well they something. make them rare for sure yeah. i mean they're 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 not for lack of making money they're making so much money yeah they're doing okay but uh, this is really cool. I got the bat boat and a, uh, a frozen so cool. Aquaman busting out of a, an ice cu- iceberg. Very topical. Uh, very at slick. Not, very, not really Marty. It's at not really Marty. Yeah. So now I'm going to show this to the camera people, to the people okay, watching on so camera. So you have to describe Scott, it a little bit. Uh, Scott is not here. Vic is or, going or describe my camera. butt. Uh, Vic's... <laughs> I can't, I can't see Victor Lucas's butt right now because his shirt is halfway covering it. But he's definitely showing the box to the camera. There it is. Uh, there is a white Batman. You know what we need? We need a product like here. We, okay. You know, product show. So Josh, show. work on that. And, and we also need <laughs> the... Uh, oh, oh, Josh, Josh, has, Josh okay, has got... His okay, camera light. Josh, you're camera just light. so great. Uh, okay, yeah. so he's show, he's wow. really showing off the box now. It's great. It's a Lego See, box. There is All right. white suit, Arctic suit, Batman. Okay, we get it. He, white, Arctic suit, Batman. Which, honestly, he's really Batman in a white it. suit. I know. Well, let's talk about... That makes no sense. He's other... the Dark Knight. He would never wear... I guess he's camo. But guess, no, he's he's wearing it because he's going to be wear, in snow. I would never wear a white suit. I, know, I, I know, but he's going to be in snow. They want to sell you another Batman. Okay. Now I've got white suit Batman. Okay, well, but still, I mean, he's this is really cool. Definitely going to lose some sleep tonight. I, over I this. love it. It's, uh, it's still rad. You brought a really cute Lego figure to Jones. Yeah, it's which actually so awesome. Kinetics or something or connects. Connects. Oh, they're connects. Yeah. I thought they were Lego. No, they. I mean, this is the other non-Lego Lego, but they, but they look uh, yeah, like Lego. So cool. Yeah. They make these Mario Kart um, Lego figures. Yes. Yeah. 
And I bought him Donkey Kong because he is my Donkey Kong. He is, yeah. And I'm his little Mario. <laughs> but I bought him a, a Mario Kart on a motorcycle, or a Donkey Kong on a motorcycle, and uh, I on gave it to him. Yeah. I bought on it at EB Games. That's one of the cool things that they sell there, too. Yeah, for like was, five bucks. I couldn't believe the I amount know. of toy that you get for five bucks. You know? know, you get the vehicle and the coolest little it's tiny so toy cute. Donkey Kong. So I give it to him, yeah, and he's still getting better. He's still yeah. not. He's not all one hundred percent there. No, but but he, he couldn't he keep his it. fingers off of the deck. He wanted to make it and put it together <laughs> right away, it. and it was it was so cute. He just pours it out on the on the bed, and he's, he's just like so starts assembling it and looking at the instructions. Yeah. It's just Bing Jones. It's Donkey Kong. It was so rad. I know it was cool. We had a good visit. Yeah, but uh, fan expo. Ridiculous fun. Uh, we had a panel. Amazing people. We did have a panel, yeah. And what we did to, you know, give people a little bit more information because obviously it turned, the panels turn into a lot of question and answers, just like we hope that uh, uh, the Vic's Basement does when we do this as well. Oh. Uh, but we had um, uh, Jason Margolis, who's a supervising producer, and we had Alistair Brown, who mm -hmm. writes and shoots and edits for yep. us. Uh, he actually Alyssa. does Steadicam and everything. And we had Alyssa, who mm -hmm. does some writing and yep. some production assistance and she some recording and cat. I mean, just, a, you know, we wear a bazillion hats around here, but it was cool to have everybody up on set or up on stage and talk about, uh, the work and getting these episodes out the door. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it, there's a lot to be proud of and a lot of people to be proud of in this whole thing, you know? Yeah, there was a, yeah, you're right about the lack of video game presence though yeah. at Fan Expo. So that was kind of sad. And I didn't really, I, I wish that I had uh, walked around a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I really hovered around. I love the Tower of T-shirts. Yeah. I love that. I get you lost do? in that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't buy anything, but I, I love looking at everything. I think that's an eyesore. And I don't mean to offend the people that put it up there, but it's the biggest thing at the Expo. Well, and it's yeah. so... I mean, there's no surprise to it. You just know you're going to see a giant tower of T-shirts. Yeah, it just I wasn't take, surprised by it. It's like, uh, it, you know, this focus-pulling thing in the middle of the room. And I don't know. I mean, it, it, that's not what you get when you go to Comic-Con. You haven't been to Comic-Con yet. I haven't been. It's going to be my first time this year. Yeah. That, I mean, wait till you see what, uh -oh. what goes on there. I'm a little nervous about Comic-Con, to be honest. Well, I, I, I'm thinking about it already, and I'm kind of scared. No, Comic-Con's amazing. I mean, it's uh, it's absolutely massive and, and amped up and all that, but... Uh, it's also, uh, you know, more interactive with the stuff that they've got you to look at. And, uh -huh. it, you know, it, it's a marketer's dream for sure. Right. But there's an excitement in all of that as well. And okay. that was kind of what was missing here. I mean, I think the T-shirts represent one way to connect with people. But it's really all about nostalgic love and okay. things that have already come out. And I right. think what makes Comic-Con so special is that it's about the future. It's about mm. what we can aspire to love and what is coming that uh, right. uh, so we need to be aware like, of. We're here right now. This is what's out right now. Yes. We can buy this now. Exactly. Okay, Comic-Con is future. I like and, that. And, you know, honestly, and I've said this to the organizers at Fan Expo, they're great people. Yeah, you know, really And they work guys. really hard and mm -hmm. they're a Canadian company and they always run with not enough resources and not enough time because that's how Canada makes stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, same with it's, us. I know, it's but, true. <laughs> but uh, uh, they do a really good job and they make yeah. a lot of people really happy. But the thing that they need to, I think, build towards is to have more of that stuff that gets you excited yeah. about what's coming, you know? It's true. And, and certainly that's what we get so psyched about E3 for and PAX <gasps> delivers a little bit of that. That's happening. Yeah. That's all going down soon. Yes, I'm very really soon. excited about it. We were, I mean, we just have May to get through and then... Yes. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to LA. Yes, soon. you are. Yeah, you're so going next week. Exciting. 
Yeah, yep, we're so, doing that. I can't. I guess I can't talk about what I'm doing. Yeah, you can. Oh. I think there's been a little bit of a tease about uh, going down for a big Disney Infinity uh, announcement, yeah. which you guys can probably guess. It's, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, then you can, already know. It's going to be a really guess. good time. I'm well, the, the really teaser video it. was already okay. laid out there. So, yeah. With, you may have noticed a Disney. Captain America shield in yeah. a Disney Infinity uh, It's going to thing. be uh, the first road trip out of Vancouver for me. Right. And the first time going with uh, the lovely Enzo Zanata, right. who does camera for us. Yes, she uh, does. We're already fighting over where we're going to sit on the airplane. So Awesome. Um, should be an interesting time. He really has become my brother here, you know. I know. He's like my Italian. He's my paisan. I don't think he had a choice. Though, <laughs> he didn't. Yeah. I totally forced him he's into this relationship. He's got the last name of Zanata. You're going to just like, <laughs> you're, you're my brother. He, well, yeah, he is my brother. He's uh, helping me practice <laughs> Italian, actually. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because awesome. I, I'm planning to go to Italy this summer with my family. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, I've been getting to know Enzo a little bit more. He's a cool dude. Ladies, he's a good-looking guy. He's and available. He's, and he's single. If you want to submit your applications to meet Enzo Zanata, you can do so. We part. <laughs> we are part home shopping network now and part uh, chat line or something I wish like we could bring him in here, but he would never do it. <laughs> Hopefully he's not watching because he's, <laughs> he's, he's already like, car- like sharpening he's, knives for after this thing. He's so mad at me. Remember, we're live. <laughs> I know. This is actually going out to people right now, which is insanity. <laughs> I'm sorry, Enzo. All right, I want to talk about Naughty Dog. Um, okay. Because we have to talk about Naughty Dog every Vic's basement because um, they're an incredible company. Uh-huh, they are. Uh, they've got an art book out there celebrating their 30 years That's crazy. in the business. Congrats. But Obviously, lots of uh, negative buzz and, and uh, concern, uh, you know, and I have some too, but... Uh, Amy Hennig, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obvious massive departure from the studio. She's now working as a creative director on Star Wars. She brought over, uh, and I forgot the actor's name, but she brought over the only actor that had been announced for Uncharted 4. And so Naughty Dog proceeded to recast that actor in Uncharted 4. Uh-huh. So he lost the gig there. The lead mm-hmm. artist on uh, who was working on Uncharted 4 but had just come off of uh, The Last of Us uh, just uh, joined a different company. And Justin Richmond, who was the creative director on Uncharted 4, went to League of Legends. So there's been four um, high-profile changes Uh around Uncharted 4 and around Naughty Dog and around PlayStation 4 development. And, of course, that leads to all kinds of conjecture and concern and worry. Speculation. And speculation. And, you know, I have had that because Uncharted is one of my favorite franchises and these are some of my favorite people. I've Mm -hmm. known a lot of these Naughty Dog folks for a long time. I mean, yeah. we were the only TV outlet that was visiting them in, in the mid-90s, yeah, you know? Yeah. And they were just coming up around that same time, too. Um, so they're awesome people. And so what I've, what I've been thinking about is, because I've been very vocal about how much I hate when teams get broken up and how much I hate when uh, huge changes come to these development teams. yeah. But I also reflect on how many changes we have had over the course of okay. our 20 years now. And it's okay. You know? Okay. I'm okay. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I can reconcile that Naughty Dog is much stronger than an individual. You know? It's much stronger than uh, even a, a small group of individuals. 
And I think, I mean, that's what they are saying, and you can read it, the, the people that are involved with this. They're, okay. they're saying they're leaving as friends, and they, they love their team members, and they love the company, and they love their time with it. Amy's been a little... But I feel like that's always the thing that's said when you leave a company. Like, you never really... You burn bridges, but you never really want to burn bridges. Well, yes, it is, but not every company is like Naughty Dog. And okay. not every, you know, stretch of... of work and, and effort, because the turnover has not been huge at Naughty Dog. It was a huge surprise when uh, Jason Rubin and Andy Gavin uh -huh. both left after they sold the company to Sony. Right. Um, but they wanted, they had other aspirations, you know, so yeah. you can kind of get that. But there haven't been that many, especially high profile um, uh, sort of changes at the company, but I'm okay. With it, you know, okay. I think Amy's in the absolutely the right place. I think I thought that was such a positive move for her. Yeah, well, it's yeah, for sure, and yeah. for the like, honestly, like EA as well. They yeah. need a figurehead like that. They need right. somebody that is going to shepherd and chaperone and 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 really take care of this property. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Disney needs that as well because they're yeah. they're you know really uh, a part of this relationship as well. So yeah. perfect, perfect choice. Yeah. And Amy has worked at EA before. Most people in the industry have. But I'm okay with the, these changes at Naughty Dog. And it took me kind of thinking about... Well, you were upset with it at first. I'm very upset. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm concerned with everybody that's involved. And I yeah. heard about the, the rumors that uh, uh, Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley had something to do with Amy having to leave. And yeah. I love Neil and Bruce. They've been on our show here yeah, before. They, they seem like really good guys. They're amazing guys. Yeah. And they've built an, a masterpiece with The Last of Us. And mm -hmm. so had Amy with the Uncharted franchises. So, if, yeah, of course I'm concerned about yeah. all of that stuff. But I, I feel like in this particular case, even though the odds are against them, you know, like being able to succeed again mm -hmm. and to maintain this momentum forever and ever, yeah. this is a company that has been, been able to defy, uh, you know, expectations, to triumph when it's really, really difficult to do so. So you feel like they perhaps mirror your own company? I, th I feel some, some symbiotic stuff in there. I wasn't going to, I didn't say oh, that, okay. but I. But I, I'm, this is what I'm gathering. No, but I, certainly when I think about yeah. it and I connect the dots with what, you know, all of the things that, that we've had to kind of persevere well, through. Right, exactly. There's been a lot. Yeah. But they're tenacious and talented and wonderful people. And uh, so I'm okay. I'm okay. I, all of that concern. So that's one less this worry. Was, this was a really good therapy sesh with Victor Lucas. Yeah, well, you know. I mean, that's what I've been doing since the beginning of the year is just talking about all my worries and concerns. But in the case yeah. of Naughty Dog, I'm okay. They're He's going okay. to make an amazing Uncharted 4 They're going to be totally fine. Everyone that's left the company is going to be totally fine. Mm -hmm. Very talented people. And yep. sometimes it's good to, uh, you know, learn from all your successes and everything that you've done and then move on and, and present yourself with a new challenge. And yeah. so I don't know if that's what Adam Sessler is doing right now. That too. Yeah, um, that big You know, yeah. like just big changes for everyone. And, yep. and that's fine. That's how we learn. That's how we grow as individuals. So it's fine. Everything's going to be okay. I got to check out this League of Legends. Do, do, do you guys all play? <laughs> You guys, you, you, tell me some amazing stuff about League of Legends, because you know that—that's the biggest surprise for me. Is is yeah. uh, Justin Richmond leaving for? I, I'm pretty sure I got this right for Riot Games to work uh -huh. on League of Legends. I don't understand that world at all. When I see the the footage of the game being played, it looks—it's really intimidating. Well, to it looks me. like the Korean uh, StarCraft footage that I've been watching for a decade of of just like hyper 
you know, talented yeah. players just being able to swarm in and deal all kinds. What it's, I wanna, it's impressive that there's this huge thing. I just don't, I don't really I just get wanna it. Know, um, I kind of just want to know with people that play and are part of this League of Legends world, are they also into World of Warcraft? Are they also into, have they gotten into the Elder Scrolls online? How many, how many of these MMOs can you actually get into? How much time does a like person how, have? Exactly. Yeah. So how do you, because you have to choose one and run with it. This is, that's my view on it anyway. When you're talking about online yeah, open when world you're stuff? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how, I'm, I'm just wondering if you are into League of Legends, are you also into Warcraft? Because I feel like you can't, how do you, how do you balance those worlds? Right. I, I just don't see how... And plus eat and be a human being. Very curious about that. Yeah. Very curious. So, Do, is anybody commenting about League? Uh, so Melee123 said, no, Vic, it's not worth it. Oh. <laughs> Melee123 says, nope, it's not worth it. Don't play it, I guess is what he's saying. Maybe he's, he's uh, or he it, or she went that way and got hooked on it and, and extracted themselves from that world. <laughs> we will never know. Do you have? Isn't nobody else says for League of Legends? No, no advocates no. for League of Legends yet on the stream. Uh, uh, so all right, any questions? Any cues? Oh, yeah. Okay. We do have some questions. Um, one from Nick Steinberg. Okay. Nick Steinberg. Mr. Nick Steinberg. What would you say to people who argue that uh, F2P games are akin to quarter chomping arcade games of the past? We're going, in, we're going into free-to-play again this uh -oh. week? No, no, it's okay. Nick's asking, uh, what, do, what do we say about people equating free-to-play to, to quarter-chomping uh, games of the past? I, I think that's an excellent analogy, um, and it's, it, there is direct correlation, mostly because a lot of the free-to-play games are directly ripping off mechanics from the quarter chomping days yeah. without attributing uh, respect or, or credit or uh, financial rewards back to the people that really created and crafted those ideas. I know, in the but beginning. like in their, in their synopsis, like in whatever it is they're describing with these games, they always say, well, you know, we took things from this game or this game. They're, they're paying homage to whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But they're not giving money to these people. Yes. They're just giving it for themselves. I, I, I shouldn't laugh at that. It's actually terrible. The biggest concern I have with free-to-play is this idea that you are sucked into this, this stuff forever. You're trying to see how much you can get away with from free-to-play before you have to pay. And uh, the, the design is engineered around addiction and compulsion. Absolutely. And, and it creates this sense that a product is not, it doesn't have a value. Like this finished product, this finished art form does not have a value at all. It's true, you yeah. Know? It and doesn't matter, it's just completely thrown away. You can throw it away. Yeah. As soon as you're done with it, just throw it away. But they don't want you to, but that's exactly how I feel about these games. The second I'm done with it, I am done. I'm never yeah, going back I to this. Yeah, and I don't want people to grow up thinking that about video games. I know, but I, this I, is I want the them to go in the other direction. I don't want of it to course. feel... And it, like this is obviously the mass right now. This is where the most gamers are is in this space. So more people are going to think about video games as worthless, time-wasting entertainment. I know. You know? I and, know. And that's, that horrifies me. And I feel <laughs> like if the industry takes this huge shift in this direction and every game that we... I mean, we just yeah. were reviewing this amazing Spider-Man game on iOS and Android. We've been raving or ranting about that. <laughs> like, wait, not yeah. raving. Yeah, ranting Definitely about that ranting. all week from Game Loft. It's a $5 game and, and uh, you can buy a $15 outfit for Spider-Man if you want to spend another 15 bucks. 
It actually has tons of cheap death in it, and you've got to uh, revive Spider-Man using uh, health vials, right. which you use in-game currency on until you run out of money, right. and then you can spend real money to revive your character so you can keep playing a game you've already paid for. This is the kind of, but this is the kind of stuff that kids are now growing up on because yeah. these are the first devices that they're getting their hands on. Yes. And I just, and I always go back to this, but I just keep thinking of a young boy or girl picking up this iPad and they really love Spider-Man. So they're going to ask mom and dad for this game yeah. and then the mom and dad's going to get it. And then they're going to think that this is what video games are like. This yeah. is their first introduction to video games on these tablets, which is awful. Like the, the controls are just, I mean, we should be able to have good iOS controls now without a controller. Yeah, I mean, they, they went for an open-world design, right. which is fantastic. That's if it fine. had worked with a controller, which it should have if you go open-world, that would have been fun. But you shouldn't even need a controller for this You shouldn't need. So they shouldn't have designed to that spec. They should have gone back with uh, the first Spider-Man iOS game that Gameloft made, which is actually pretty good. Total Mayhem, I think it's called. It's not that great. That was pretty fun. I mean, for a Spider-Man comic book experience, I kind of dug that game. And it played to the constraints, but I was also a lot more yeah. forgiving when that yeah. came out than I am now. Right, but because we've lessons have already been learned totally. with iOS. We already know what makes a good game and what doesn't. And we have especially so much with choice. yes, we have so much choice, and we. But just to counter, just to have some balance here mm-hmm. with the iOS, we did play a fantastic mm-hmm. iOS game this week as well with Monument Valley, and oh my god, that game is just. Amazing. Should we uh, turn Vic's basement into the spoiler show for Do, upcoming reviews? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, but I'm wondering because <laughs> like, you guys, you guys okay. are awesome to watch and listen, and this is like a debrief for us at the end of the week. Yeah. And I feel like you know maybe this audience, thank you, if you're uh, watching, totally sh- should spoiler. get the. Uh, I'm not telling you my straight score. Poop. It's good. It's I good gave spoiler, it a ten. Oh, okay, it's my first <laughs> ten of uh, 2014, I think. Whoa! Uh, because it's such a landmark, cool atmospheric, wonderful, beautiful oh, experience so that's perfectly suited to the iPad. And, and I couldn't put this thing down. It was riveting. It's a riveting. fairy tale. Yeah, it's, yeah. A little, it's a little story, but that's a puzzle. And it's just, you, anybody can play this game. It's anybody like, can play it. And that's what makes it so perfect for these devices. Yes. And it does fuse from mechanics and, and worlds and, and design kinds of concepts that we've seen before. If I had to pare it down to... You know, uh, this plus that, I would say it's Journey plus Echochrome. Absolutely. And it's gorgeous, and the music is wonderful, and I want... And those are two fantastic hundreds games. Hundreds so. of hours more of this content. Absolutely. People, please, can you download good games and yes. not download the terrible but game games? But I'd pay for that. I would pay for the extra con. So if there's well, a sequel... We, okay, no, you know. of course, the add-on, just like uh, yeah. the game The Room that was on um, iOS, which yeah. is fantastic. Like, it's just little puzzle games. Are you sure you're going to pay for a sequel? Absolutely, because it's incredibly entertaining. It's fun for you and really the whole family because there's no there's no violence in this stuff. It's just, it's it's tranquil. It's, it's puzzle solving. It's just a great time spent on your device whenever yeah. you might want to pull it out. Well, I mean, we said this last week, and I think it's true every time we have weeks like this mm-hmm. where we see, because uh, I, I I wonder if Gameloft is going to make more money off of their amazing Spider-Man game than Activision will. Sure they are. I wonder if they will, which We're- which is horrifying. But when you see this stuff, and then you see the counter that the industry is kind of providing right now for yeah. choice, Nintendo with its, uh, which I love, by the way, but their answer right now to this huge flood of choice that's free is to re-release some of their classic material like playing the Game Boy Advance games on the Wii U. Very cool, very fun. Mm -hmm. But 
it, it, I mean, obviously, it's a, uh, a little bit of a desperate play in some ways. It's tapping into this tried and true nostalgic type of thing. Well, they're going to see what kind of audience they pull in with that. Yeah. If they make some money off of these things and if they should continue to do it. It's, God, it's not enough, though, is it? No. You know, it's no. not enough to turn the tide. It's not enough. And not and these indie games that are 2D scrollers, which like the terrific Mercenary Kings and yeah. stuff like that, they're fantastic games, but they are not enough to stop the quell of the mobile free-to-play invasion. And it does uh, feel like a virus it's at this point. It, it feel, does feel like a virus. It's just like... I'm just, and yeah. all of these apologists around the industry and all of these people that are devoting their time and their lives to build this stuff that is this shell game. It feels like a pyramid scheme. It feels like it does, we, yeah. can feel, we can fool some people to spend some money to keep us employed for a little while. We hate the work that we do. We don't, we're not happy. With, or this is just a, you know, a half-assed variant on something that was better over here. And yeah. And I feel like it's also like these games are also contributing to uh, slower brain activity because I can't, <laughs> it's just another thing that you go to on your phone. Like I've done it and I've been doing it uh, a lot lately just to turn my mind off. I'll yeah. just go like, you know, how you go back and forth between Facebook and Twitter and yeah. Instagram. Like you'll do the circle and you'll, you'll, you'll follow that circle. And these games jump into that circle like Candy Crush, mm-hmm. just part of all of that. They're Toilet games are just, they're, they're things that you don't think about. It's just like mindless reality TV. Some people just get lost in that circle. Right. And I've done that too with reality television, with hoarders. Like I've, I've watched marathons of hoarders. And you just, you feel like a sack of shit after because you're just lost in this world. So, so I get in the same thing. I, I feel like a sack of shit when I'm lost in this cycle of garbage on my phone. So why don't we come up with a hashtag? Cycle of shit? No, how about, uh, that's, that's, oh. that's pretty <laughs> scatological. How about... Uh, Hashtag F-U-F-2-P. Oh, okay. All I don't right. know. <laughs> Hashtag cyclo is, <laughs> is that too, uh, you know, Hashtag combative? F-U-F-2-P. I mean, every time we talk, it is It is definitely, it's like we're, they're like the orcs invading our castle. <laughs> you know, it's like all these free-to-play games. <laughs> but there was a really good iOS game. Uh, was it called Orcs? Shit. I don't remember the name of it, but it yeah. was really fun. And it wasn't a free-to-play game. It was, it was just a good iOS game where you played an orc. That's so I don't want to. it? Yeah, it was a dungeon crawler. Yeah, yeah. It was free. Yeah. It didn't and seem like it was see, free. And, and that's the other problem is that there is this flood of yeah. of games that are like the orcs in Lord of the Rings uh, that is yeah. also causing us to forget. Oh, I forget everything. Titles and value and game names and who worked on what. And <laughs> yeah, we were uh, making fun of the uh, Married with Children episode earlier this yeah. week when we were doing reviews because Kelly Bundy can't, there's only so much information she can keep in her head. Mm-hmm. When she learns something new, another thing falls out. <laughs> so right, right. I feel like that was happening to me this week, especially because we're just taking in so much. And yeah. then I can't keep it all in there. Totally. I can't. Well, Hit, Hitman Go has been making some waves. I haven't. I have, that I, game looks so cool. I downloaded it. I haven't put any time into I've it. That's this too, weekend. But I haven't played it. And it looks cool. People are raving, and uh, it's a it's a um, IDOS Montreal creation. They wanted to go on a totally different route. It's uh-huh. a it's a strategy game in the Hitman universe. Yeah. I applaud that. that. Absolutely. That kind of stuff is pretty fantastic. But what we need good work. are triple A. Console games, and that's what E3 has got to deliver. I'm we need scared, to Vic. we need to care about polygons again. We need to care about huge, uh, massive risks. You know, we need to see more than 
And I think I can list them all off, and you guys okay. tell me if I forget some. Okay. We got Evolve. We have uh, Wolfenstein New Order. Yeah. We have um, Batman Arkham Knight. Yes. Um, uh, we've got uh, The Order 1886. Uh -huh. We've got a Halo game of some kind. Uh, we've got, um, I think, some new Kingdom Hearts coming out this year. Uh, some uh, some, maybe some new Final Fantasy. I mean, I it the, yes, the list doesn't go it. on forever, you know, and that's that's what's kind of Scary. concerning for me. I mean, tell me all the games that you are hyped for and excited for that you know are coming out in 2014. Obviously, yeah. we're going to have a new NBA 2K15, which well, will be Well, that was incredible. a question that was asked a lot at Fan Expo. What's the game we're most looking forward to? And yeah. I couldn't answer that honestly because every game that I had looked forward to this year already came out. Yeah. So. I, I have to just wait for E3, really. I mean, what what else can we do? And what happens if there's nothing at E3? What happens if there's nothing at E3? I, I mean, that uh, that is a nightmare. That would be a nightmare That, for that us. would be a total nightmare. What, we are trying to put amazing content into reviews in the round. Yeah. I mean, that's like part of it, too, content. for us as well, right? It's like we want to we have material in the gaming space yeah. that when you stack it up and you compare it to, uh, you know, Captain America 2 which we're also covering in our movie coverage on EP and reviews, yeah. we want the games to stack up beside it, yeah. you know? And the industry is, can, is capable of that. I mean, mm -hmm. I think you, you look at uh, Infamous Second Son and Titanfall, yeah. uh, even Thief was a, it was a pretty sweet-looking game. It wasn't perfect, but it was, you know, we need more of that. But people aren't buying these things, Vic. And I that's know. the problem. People aren't buying these things. So big company heads, and we've already gone through this, um, all they see are the dollar signs and that's, that's it because yeah. that's their bottom line. Yeah. So I don't know, I, I don't know what it's going to take. I, I just feel like I see more and more people gravitating toward mobile and the mobile space. And I, I'm, that terrifies me really, <laughs> even though that is honestly, that's how I got on reviews in the run yeah. was reviewing mobile. So really I should be applauding all of this, but I, I can't. Well, I think we would be if there were more innovations that like Monument Valley, like mm -hmm. Hitman Go, if there was more stuff to be really excited about. And I think, you know, I, I think I, I read recently one of the guys that worked at Capybara was saying the same kind of thing is that yeah. it, it's kind of plateaued. I feel like the, yeah. the effort and the energy in the mobile space has shifted to how do we fool people to buy stuff in our free game? Yeah. Rather than how do we innovate in game design and mechanics and, and uh, uh, reaching people through this interactive medium, mm -hmm. you know, how do we feel proud of the work that we're putting out there? Right. I think that's the biggest thing is that free to play engenders a lack of pride in the medium. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it says there's no, there's no risk to the consumer, so there's no value to the consumer. Yeah. And then who feels, you know, unbelievably proud of giving birth to a creative product that nobody cares about that that is just a diversion you know i know that's the biggest concern i have around free to play i we i think we, it's an intrinsically flawed way to produce media you know yeah i know but what i mean we can't we can't change it we can't change it. Well, we can keep We're, talking about it. We can keep know, we can keep making our our points and our statements and and I mean like look at the Telltale stuff. That's awesome. That stuff is awesome. And that's worth every penny that you spend Absolutely. for each one of those episodes. Great. And, more and they of should that be charging for it. Yes. Those things should be. Yeah, that's fine. I I I want more of that. More of that. I will eat that up mm -hmm. 
any day of the week and pay for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but you know, you and I are lucky. We don't. A lot of these games we get for free. Yeah. Which is really nice, and I feel like that adds to my. If I think about how much money I would be spending on all these games. If I had to spend the money on it, I would be really upset. Yeah. Because these games are expensive, and I would gravitate toward the free-to-play. So I totally get that side of it. I wonder how many people are choosing PlayStation right now because it's the clear market leader again. Yeah, because based of on PlayStation, PlayStation Plus. Plus. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't think enough people are talking about that as you a get determining. So many free games. That I, honestly, there has never been a better deal in the gaming industry than that right now. Yeah, well, you know, that's for, fine. In, in, the con, in the traditional console-based gaming industry, nobody has ever offered anything close to that. No, and I am gravitating toward uh, Sony a lot more lately. I'm really pissed off my Xbox One. Yeah. We need to talk about that. Well, Xbox I'm needs really to counter. I mean, they have a huge you know, bounty of content. They, should, they absolutely need a, a rewards thing. And Nintendo is ridiculous that you have to buy the same game on the Wii U and the 3DS. If you want Super Mario 3, uh, uh, the, old any, uh, the old NES game, was it NES? It was NES, the old uh, NES game. If you want to play that on the Wii U and the 3DS, you got to buy it twice. What is that? That's not cool, man. That is totally uh, awful. No, that's not cool. I know. Sony has an amazing cross-play thing mm-hmm. happening, which is fantastic. You pay one price and you could play on three different systems. That's really cool. If you have PS3, PS4, and Vita, yeah. that happens for a lot of their games. And now, uh, just because I'm having an issue with my Xbox One, just like, let's let's talk about the Kinect here for a second because yeah. I'm really annoyed with it. I told you I was trying to get my fitness on. Does it, st- is it not Fitness. working now? What's happening? So there was an update on Xbox Fitness, and of course I did it because I had to do it or I couldn't play the game, which is horseshit. Right. And uh, I got into a routine that I was doing. It's fine. It was happening. And then did it you was just... No, show I do, us? I don't want to show Come on, show us. We've, we've, got, to, no. we've got time. Who, uh, who wants no, to see Marissa's like Xbox? All right, no, okay. I'm not going to do it. But right. it was, you have to do the same sequence over and over again to target certain muscle groups. And I was doing that. And of course, it just starts chugging and then it stops and it boots me out. And then I have to go back into it again. And keep in mind, they're gamifying exercising, right? So yeah. I'm trying to beat my last score. I'm right. also trying to beat my friend's score. I'm also trying to beat the average score or whatever it is. And I can't do that because the Kinect is constantly chugging along and booting me out it's so freaking frustrating that i don't trust it now i'm not going to go back into it they'll patch that isn't it cool that you have a camera that's pointing at you and targeting muscle groups no because now ben silverman makes me feel like uh everyone's watching me (laughs) i tweeted (laughs) he's like why are you doing that everyone can see you exercise like oh I'll stop now. Is that true? I don't know. I believe everything Vince Silverman says, by the way. I don't care if he's well, joking or not. We know the NSA is watching. Right. Exactly. The NSA is watching. <laughs> so, I don't feel... Like, if I'm exercising at home, I well, I would like to just wear what I want to wear. And now I feel like I can't because... Right. I'm being watched. So, that's fine. I have to come up with some new exercise That's probably regimen. why the Xbox is chugging. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. You got Microsoft's so to... IT department going, Whoa, Okay. What's happening? There's a woman exercising. Okay. Divert all power to the woman that... exercising. Can we grow up as a, as a society? Yes. And as a gaming society? Let's not... Really, people exercise. It's fine. Yes. Yes, I'm a lady, but it's fine. No. I, uh, um, no, I need to find a new exercise... Uh, regime now because of this 
because of I don't know connect. what I'm going to do. Yeah, way, because way to go. Way to go, Connect. You just asked everything up for me, and i got to figure something <laughs> else out. I think they need to rebrand that camera if they bring it back in the next iteration. I mean, that Connect is not a great not name. It's not, <laughs> it's, not, it's not building a, a, you know, a name of trust and respect for itself at all. You know? uh, People know. really just, they have the eye roll around the Connect. I just eye rolled right there. You did. Uh, yeah, because yeah. it's frustrating. It's yes. frustrating that it doesn't, it doesn't work. It's supposed to be amazing, and it, it's not. And I feel like an idiot. Honestly, I feel like an idiot yelling at this thing. Toy break. Oh, toy break. I, okay. got, I have to show... Um, I, have I shown these before? I don't think I have. I have two Tron Legacy figures. They're looking mighty cool, though. They're amazing. I love yeah. the design of that thing. That, that movie was, you know, not the greatest story. Not the, not the world's best drama. Nope. But holy crap, is it cool? And the music is incredible. And if you... Crank that up. You could put that on at a party and just turn it on and turn the music up, and it, it would like be the the soundtrack of the party and look incredible. That's how Victor Lucas parties. That's how I by party. Woo. What kind of dip do you put out? Uh, avocado dip. Uh, but, <laughs> but here's the coolest thing, and I'll put it up to the microphone so the uh, the folks that are listening can hear it. Okay. Oh, I was gonna ask. Mother it. is our destiny. Okay. There's Jeff Bridges. Okay. This is Clue, I guess. Okay, so you like bikes. There you go. And then this is the, uh, I forget the kid's name. Where am I? Am I on the grid? That's awesome, right? Okay, so they speak, but now the video watchers at home get something very special. You get to describe my butt again, Marissa. Okay, great. Okay, Richard Lucas's butt. Uh, oh, well, do they phone. light up, though? They do, actually. You can see their uh, face Josh, do you have a light? That you, oh. No, you can see their face. You see oh, cool. Lives. Right there, you well. see. It's totally out of focus here. Greetings, programs! Okay, he's really excited about this, everyone. Awesome. Some things aren't worth the risk. Is that what he said? Yeah, some things are no are worth the are risk. worth the so risk. So you get to see their faces; they light up. Um, Scott knocked over these figures, though. Look, they're talking to each other. Okay. Scott knocked over these figures. Lost uh, my uh, my my data disc for. Can we for talk Clue. about that? What happens if somebody ruins one of your figures? What do you do? That's their last day. Okay. <laughs> Is that why we don't see Scott anymore? <laughs> no, I, I I never let him I never let him live that down. Oh, okay. Still so missing always... a data disc. So if anybody's got a, an extra orange uh, clue data disc for the figures, oh my God. these are incredible. Honestly, if you're a Tron nerd like me, you will totally dig these. Okay. All right, Josh, you have a question for us. That, that's that's the that's the end of Toy Break. That's Our, enough. Uh, our buddy Ryan asked. Um, what major gaming franchise, GTA, Assassin's Creed, um, I forget some of the other ones, would you like to see them implement more main characters that are female? Oh, Ryan Chenard, yeah? Mm -hmm. no, Mr. No, Precision? No. Who is it? Ryan Broad. Oh, Ryan, yeah, Ryan, the guy that asked all the best questions on our Hello, Ryan. Stories. Hi, Ryan. What, okay, wait, what is it again? Uh, what Fe gaming franchise? What major gaming franchise. Um, we have discussed this, and we think all of them. All of them. All Every of them single should. one. And, and uh, the perfect example is Mass Effect, because they use Femshep and Broshep, like they use the exact same animated sequence yeah. for both of them, so mm -hmm. there was no hypersexualization at all with yes. the female character. Yes. It was just, they, they showed her the same way that they showed Broshep. And, and that they is could so get great. Into, they could do that for every single heterosexual game. or homosexual relationships. Yep, yeah, whatever they want. I, I, I totally concur with that. I think yeah. that uh, even Uncharted, we should get to know some of the female characters a little bit more, play Absolutely. as them in solo missions. Uh, but use the same animated sequence as you would for the male character. Well, I mean, The Last of Us, I think, was an excellent example. You can right. have divergent paths. You can 
play as a character for the bulk of a story or something like that and then play I'm, side side I'm just trying to avoid the whole like Lara Croft thing with the top shots or the upskirt shots like I'm trying to avoid all of that so if they need to just follow the same animated sequence to do that I would rather just play that than something else that's created specifically or crafted specifically for a woman wearing nothing. Do you think that, I mean, did, did you find that watch, watching footage of the last Tomb Raider that they were designing for that? They. I mean, they, she's wearing tight clothing, but I don't know if they were, I mean, this is... There was, I mean, there was... She's hot, and they, Scott had some major issues with her having, were, being so good looking. Uh, okay, that's fine. No, I don't have a problem with her being good looking. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And she's smart and I love that. It's it's just the lingering shots of of the cleave or the or just the bum shots, just the con- just anything gratuitous that is clearly there because she's an attractive woman wearing almost nothing. Those I, things I don't bother know. me. I, I well, with I think in the previous Tomb Raiders, there was a lot more of that. Oh no, this one wasn't there, but this one had a lot of violence. Uh, violence, yes, against, against women. women, which yes. is not okay. But not I okay. Mean, but then she flips it around and dishes it out. It is a very contentious, and it's a hot topic thing. It's a hot button thing, and it's no way to. There's no way to just have a a a, an, a passionless discussion about this because it touches on such really powerful thoughts you know and the games industry is so anti-women to begin with and it has been for so damn long and so uh you know predatory and and uh ugly towards women and the way that they're cast and and uh players and all of that stuff that it's hard not to talk about tomb raider who is this lightning rod of attention but i don't think that the developers overtly tried to sexualize the, the new Lara Croft, other than she's a great-looking character. But the flip of it is you play Spider-Man, and you're looking at his skinny, tight little buns for the whole damn... <laughs> he's wearing skin-tight outfit. I mean, that, 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 that is no, an outfit is, that reveals everything. It's true. Look, men are also objectified yeah. in video games. I'm not... That's totally there. It just ha- happens to be... It happens around women more, and yes. this is very much a boys' club, so that's why we focus on totally. that. So, um, But absolutely, there are some bum shots of Spider-Man, for sure. But when I look at it, I'm not thinking, man, I want to have sex with him. And I feel like that's the case for females, where it's flipped. And, and wow. the gamer is supposed to be uh, if you were looking at excited. a video game version of a character and you're thinking I want to have sex with that woman yeah do, do you, you remember you the Playboy you, Mansion game? you need a little help does anyone remember that? <laughs> it was a Playboy Mansion game let's talk about Spider-Man oh you don't want to talk about that I don't want to get too into the sexual stuff okay. it makes me uncomfortable a little <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> truthfully it's like wow. Okay, fine. Okay. We don't talk about this, it. For this we'll public record stuff, one day my day. daughter might watch this or something. Uh, Spider Man is going to be late next week yeah. because of two things. One of them is that uh, uh, Marissa's off to Los Angeles to cover other Marvel marvelous things, uh-huh. and um, the game isn't going to arrive until, until you're away. away. We don't have it yet. I wanted to be playing it all weekend. Don't have the game. Uh, sometimes that happens, so we won't have a Spider-Man show per se on Friday next week, Friday. which is what we were planning for. We'll have to do it on Tuesday. It'll be on the Tuesday when uh, we Sorry, get back. Everyone. So you, you're going to have to wait a little while for our reviews of the movie and the game and all that stuff, but they're coming. Yeah. But what we will do is we will dedicate a big chunk of Spidey talk to next week's fixed Basement because you are cool. Yeah, and you'll get to know yes. what we think of everything Absolutely, because it takes a little time to edit all the stuff. 
before yeah. they can broadcast it, it obviously. unedited, but the yes. editors make us sound really good. They actually make us sound <laughs> like we can communicate <laughs> yeah. and have words. Uh, oh, this was last but, week's. Okay, I'm sure Josh has a question, though, that he's trying to. Okay. Oh, yeah, we, we got like 13 minutes. So. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, um, have you guys from Tommy Nguyen? I apologize if I'm getting the last name wrong. Okay. Uh, Maybe it's Tommy Nguyen? It might be. Okay. Um, has Vicar and Marissa ever watched Korean films like The Man from Nowhere or huh. I Saw the Devil with very powerful stories? No. Oh, God, no. That, that sounds, sounds cool. terrifying, though. Yeah. <laughs> he said, that's cool. That sounds terrifying to me. <laughs> Was the host a Korean movie? I've seen the host. I think that was a Korean film, uh, but I haven't seen any uh, any Korean movies. Not too no. many. No. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Can't Good recommendations. Uh, we don't have a lot of time left. So what what else did you have on your list? Um, because that, I also we went through most of the stuff that I wanted to talk about. Okay. Good. Yeah. So. I need to go back to this Xbox thing. Okay. Because I don't know what to do at this point. Because it's broken. Thing. What? Until they patch it. Right. I don't want to. Because I've been playing Titanfall on the 360. Yeah. And so I feel like I just love my 360 now and I don't want to go back to Xbox One. I'm really upset with it. Is your is your Kinect plugged into your 360? No. <laughs> of course not. See, Microsoft has, an, has a problem here. They yeah. need to change that. Right. They need to change the aversion to the Connect. You know. Yeah. What do you guys think? Do you does do you use your Connect? Do you like the Connect? Is it something that you believe in? Was it a reason why you went towards the Xbox One? No, I don't there, think it's it so is. It's so crazy with the Xbox. And I was just telling you this earlier, but because uh, I also got the HD drive. Yeah. Remember when they were battling out Blu-ray mm-hmm. or HD, yeah. and I actually also got that for Xbox, and that that's another thing that I have. Uh, a peripheral that I have for my Xbox that I I don't attach to the Xbox like it's gone now. Right. It's just it's put away because I I don't use it. Yeah. So Xbox has those things, those extra things that are taking up space in our lives that I don't need or want. I'm happy with just the Xbox that I have Xbox 360 and playing games on that. And sure, Titanfall doesn't look as amazing as it could. Yeah. Because you've seen how it looks on Xbox One, but yeah. it's still an amazing game. Yeah. And it still looks good. It's just not Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, it's the Volkswagen to uh, a Porsche. He actually compared a Honda yeah. Fit on the yeah. show. Yeah, Honda Fit. There's nothing wrong with a Honda Fit. <laughs> no, I think a Volkswagen and a Porsche is a better analogy. <laughs> and I prefer the Porsche version. And oh, every time I'm playing Titanfall 360, I'm thinking about the Xbox One. But they're, they're, it's, you <laughs> know what? He's cheating on his Right Xbox now, one. it's the most accessible and enjoyable big AAA title of 2014. It's so yeah. fun. And it needs to be in a collection. But I feel... As great as it was as an exclusive for Xbox, it just mm-hmm. feels its so shitty that Respawn can't bring it everywhere, you know? I guess you can play it on PC and you can play it on 360, so it's on a bunch of platforms, but I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I feel like people are left out. It's a great thing. But now, obviously, the industry will find ways to borrow design <laughs> elements from Titanfall. We're going to be borrowing. future Wait, uh, what? You know shooters. what, Vic? You did not have an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. rant. No. This week. No, I'm done with that. Oh, oh, we're yeah. not. Okay, well, until, we're not talking until about Until the anymore. season finale, which I know will be captivating. I think I summed it up, though, in a tweet this week. I said uh, it's it's about as exciting as watching The Talking Dead, the talk show. Because, <laughs> which he still thinks is a good show. Yeah, I like The Talking Dead. He just thinks there's a lot of talking. Yeah. Because that's, that's what That's what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I mean, it's just people standing around in hallways talking about what's going on in the exciting parts of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> All the stuff that's off screen is sounds amazing. 
Yep. Let's cut to some dudes in suits. Yeah, yeah. So but okay, bad. so the show that the show called Venture Bros, mm-hmm. um, it actually kind of has that where it's like a lot of talking outside of the action scenes. Mm-hmm. So maybe and that works. Their show works. I think Venture so Brothers is probably way more exciting than uh, it, Agents of Shield. Okay, because I haven't and probably watched better effects. Agents of Shield, but probably better effects. Than the Burn. Okay. <laughs> Any other questions, Mike? Ouch. Uh, I have, it. it was a while ago, so okay. yep. if I don't get it all right, Snake, uh, Nick Steinberg again. Mm-hmm. He's asking. He wants to get into a PS4. He's not sure if she, he should wait. Uh, for after E3 or yeah. Get it yeah. People are asking about buying a PS4 or anything at all. Even if you're looking at Mario Kart 8 like I am and like Marissa yeah. is going, oh, <laughs> cannot wait. Wait. Don't buy anything. Don't yeah. buy because the Worldwide Developers Conference from Apple is coming. So don't buy an Apple TV. Don't, don't buy an buy, iPhone. Don't buy anything. Nothing. Not until and, June. Yeah, not until June. It's already May. Both of those things. You know, almost. It's yeah. almost May. Just get give yourself a break. Get flowers. Yes. And springtime. Exactly. And then get lost in your world when it's... Uh, too warm outside. Yeah, I mean, what, what you can buy are games for stuff that you already have and yeah. enjoy some of that entertainment, but don't buy hardware right now. Wait no, a little while. Just hold up. It's yeah. fine. We're going to be okay. But we, I mean, we didn't even talk about everything we did this week and everything we saw. Can we talk about, <laughs> can we, talk about we saw Neighbors. Yes, but that's... We can't talk about yeah, it? Yeah, no, embargoed big time. What the? That's next week. That, okay, whatever. Yeah, can't everyone. talk about I it. Can't talk, I can't talk about anything yeah. we just saw this week. Yeah. Wow. And we're uh, supposed to be... we saw a couple of other indie movies that uh, were very interesting. I don't think we can talk about those. What? Um, we can't talk about any of that what stuff? Are, what did we start the week with? Guys, it's been a long week because we had Fan Expo and then we just Ah, that's what it was. Yeah. So, yes. uh, I don't remember yeah. <laughs> most of the week, actually. <laughs> I don't remember most of it. I remember the cherry blossoms yes. uh, uh, in Vancouver. Those are looking oh, very pretty right now. I know what we have to... You know what, what we did is we yeah. shot the final top 100 <gasps> oh, yeah. recap show. Because you guys that. know what we did. We did the top 100 a chunk of every show for 100 episodes last yep. year. And then we've uh, repackaged all 100 uh, discussions into 50 shows and we just shot the the recap uh, or the end of the number two and number one. So the final episode of our 50 has been shot and now what we're going to do is something special which I tweeted about. We'll keep promoting it. Tons of comments. I don't know if you've gone to the page. I haven't yet. But we are... Uh, we provided a whole list on EPN.TV of all of the top 100 choices. We know a lot of you hate them, hate a lot of our choices. We get that. We've heard that, So yeah. we're putting a special, um, the Forgotten Picks episode of Reviews on the Run, which is going to allow you and other team members from uh, the reviews team to chime in with movies and games that they feel got snubbed and should have been on our top 100. That is going to be an awesome episode. Are so we, we want have, you to be involved. Are we going to have a sit-down thing, or are we going to... Uh, no, everybody's going to be in uh, separate cities shooting their bits and sending them back okay. to us. And we're, sh- and we're production meeting on okay. live <laughs> on Vic's basement because that's all the time. We- no, what we're going to do is we're going to share an, an email string so we're not uh, duplicating. Okay. Uh, we may reinforce some stuff, but we want right. individual choices. But we want some interesting choices. That oh, Sean's going to have some good ones. I want to hear them. And yeah. I want to hear, uh, I'm sure it's all Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I want to hear, I hear them. I want to hear them from uh, viewers as well, and any Vix Basement listeners. Uh, we definitely want to hear, and, and that is sure. absolutely going to be. Uh, so next week we're going to talk a lot about Spider Man. I think the following week we'll talk a lot about uh, top 100 forgotten yeah. picks. 
Yes. That'll be exciting. I know. I feel really privileged to be part of this. I know it wasn't supposed to happen. I just feel really privileged that I got to actually announce the top 100 games and movies of all time because I just wasn't. They're special shows. So yeah. You know, like, and honestly, like they wrap up a, a whole bunch of work because there's bits of Tommy and I talking. There's bits of Jose and, and uh, Fubar doing, or Jose yeah. and Ben talking. There's yeah. uh, Miri and Ben and Miri and Jeff. And, yes. you know, Steven Raju. Like everybody's in little pieces of that work and yeah. it stretches out a, across a huge chunk of time. You it know, does, yeah. it's amazing. It kind of brings a tear to your eye to see all that work. Hey? I love it. Yeah. And now we've got 50 episodes that stand alone that, you know, we may end up working with other networks and other uh, broadcasters around the world and delivering yeah. that at some point. And um, yeah, you're production part of that. meeting right now. Yeah. And you just took part. Absolutely. So thanks for joining us on Vic's Basement today. Yes. And we are on Stitcher. By the way, we are on yes. Stitcher. Yeah, Josh been, lied to me, so I'm it's just been pointed pass out that we are on Stitcher. Our audio <laughs> version is so. Feel free to say hi to all the Stitcher people. Stitcher, Stitcher, and uh, we're gonna see you next week. Thank you for tuning in and watching and for listening. And yeah. uh, how are you gonna make it weird at the end? We haven't been doing that. Uh, we haven't. Oh, we've got a question. You, okay. Oh. Music? Uh, music. Uh, okay, so I, oh, oh, God. I don't know. I get into different things all the time. I like Taylor Swift. I like Pharrell's <laughs> album. I like Pharrell's album. I put it on and, and uh, our whole family dances in the house. Oh, yeah, for sure. Pharrell's awesome. Uh, I honestly, I don't know if you guys heard the band Gorillaz. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I heard them coming in this morning. They're and awesome. it was great. And I love, you know I what's mean, good? What's I love really good? Beck's latest album is really good. Okay. Very mellow. It's very soothing, but it's great summertime or, or springtime, sun's like, out, yeah. sitting on a blanket, looking up at the clouds kind of thing. It's great music Aww, for that. I'm, I'm really into uh, hip-hop as well, so I, I always recommend Tupac. All right. Tupac, always and forever. Um, All right, so what are you playing? Listen to that. What am I playing? Oh, Besides I'm going to be Titan playing Fall. Child of Light. Yes. Uh, can I talk about that? Yeah. Okay. Have you started? Oh my like, wait, am I not to say that either? No, I'm going to play this weekend. I'm also yeah. going to bake a lot this weekend because I had a baking failure earlier this week. Yep. I ate an entire pan of brownies to awesome. myself. Awesome. I can't let it go to waste, but I can't share it because it was terrible. I did, my heart wasn't in it. When my heart's not in it, yeah. it, it goes to shit. Uh, I'm getting so I'm getting some Lego time in between Lego Movie, Lego Marvel, and Lego Hobbit. Definitely going to jump into one of those. Um and, but I am also jumping into some Dark Souls because I didn't review it. I haven't taken a look. I haven't reviewed any of them. I've Jose downloaded it for the PS3. I know. I've got it on the PC. Um, so I'm, I'm going to get some PC time in, some Lego time, and some uh, Dark Souls time in this weekend. Oh, and some Ruby time. Yeah, lots of Ruby time. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Bye. We'll see you next time on Vic's Basement.